The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is a Thursday, everybody. How are you? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt with you live on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter today. Replayed Sirius XM and on Sports Grid with you for two hour 45, two hours today. As we'll go through An hour 45 or two hours. Don't set them off. It's not two hours and 45 minutes, please. No. Uh, yeah, no. 145. I mean, longest show longest show we've done ever is two hours and 25 minutes. That's that's the record. I don't think we'll break. Is this 500? Here. No, this is not 500. Okay. All right. A week from tomorrow is 500. A week from tomorrow is 500. A week for a, Well, no. Tomorrow no. is two weeks. Oh, no, two oh, weeks. Right. Two weeks from tomorrow. Oh. Week after. Okay. 2024. It, that is a 2024 right. event. We'll wrap 2023 tomorrow with a roll call Friday, New Year's Eve. I was going to ask you so this. Tomorrow is our last show of the year. Correct. We yeah, can like say. I went to the doctor yesterday and she goes, I don't have anything left for the rest of the year. And I'm like, you know, that's just a week, right? She's like, I know. I just like to make uh-huh. it. I know. Uh-huh. It says, see you next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny. Forget You're funny. Uh, I know you got a couple of things that you want to talk about here at the top. One sad, one one yeah. interesting for sure. So I'll let you go here because I do have a question for you on the other side before we get to what happened last night. Yeah, I got a I got a DM today from somebody that has a, uh, a question about the Survivor contest. I didn't get the answer yet. Or I didn't get the question. So if I get it during the show, pardon me. But yeah, right at the top again. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. You guys are doing an unbelievable job of that. We're getting. You know, triple digit likes every day. Appreciate that. Tonight, what we'll do after the show, go in and put your final score for the football game tonight. The Rams are hosting the Saints. After the show, go put your final score. It just populates the comments, things like that. I don't know if we can do anything official about if you get the exact score right, but uh, just put your final score with the results. So, you know, 2017 Rams, 2710 Rams. The Saints can win too, whatever it is. Just put your final score in there. That's what we're going to try to do that on Thursdays while we still have regular season games. Um, quick shout out. So we get messages and stuff all the time. We've been reading them on the show in BVB bonus time. And our favorite thing about today, we each take a moment and just reflect on something positive to end the show on, which again, we do that every show. If you stay to the end or you fast forward to the end and then watch the show at the beginning, it's always at the end. I wanted to get this one in at the top. Dear friend of ours, who we met at the live show at Circa, his Mm. name's Rick. You guys know him as Blue Spader. Um, He came dressed in a Steeler jersey, is originally a Pittsburgh guy, spent a lot of his life in California, lives currently here in Las Vegas, in between me and you, P. Ralt, somewhere in our neighborhood. Uh, sent me a text this morning that his wife, Patty, passed away uh, this morning. 
They were married for 45 years. Mm-hmm. And the exact uh, text said, I just wanted to read it because it, you know, was sad. But at the same time, it touched, I think, what everybody, everybody has a reason for watching or listening to the show. We don't know what it is all the time, but we know we're here. I say it before in the chat every day. We're we're all here. We're all we got, but we all we need. Well, he said we were married for 45 years. The BVB made her smile often, and for that, I'm grateful. I mean, Rick in Blue, Blue Spader is what you guys know him as. I mean, he was in that room with his wife a lot of times watching us and enjoying the chat back and forth and being a part of the show. He came, and there he is right there, number 82, uh, behind me on on the side right there. There he is. That's Blue Spader. So, you know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, You know, I sent him a text and said, you know, I'm not far away. I'm a really good lunch companion. I got a couple places that we can go and sit. You want to meet at the book? I do that too. Whatever you need. So haven't heard back, but that's fine. He'll get back to me when he's ready. So uh, just wanted to put that out there at the beginning so you guys know that we're here. You know, everybody really got acquainted that three days, a little BVB brigade meetup, we called it. We didn't really know what we were doing, but it was fun as hell. And we made some lifelong relationships from it. So that's number one. Now, we got another message yesterday that we don't know this person. And... This has to be one of the furthest places away that we have that's listening or watching the show every day. But we got that message, that DM yesterday from Imal in Port Alberni, Vancouver, which caused us to go on a rabbit hole into a place that looks like one of the most beautiful places in North America. The believable. Port Alberni. It was unbelievable. Is it like, Alberni? I, is it Alberni? Port Alberni? I, I, I don't Alberni. know. Alberni, Alberni. I'm going to say Alberni. One? I'm going to say Port Alberni, just given the French accent. So I'm going to say it's Alberni, Port Alberni. not French. Hold, all of Canada is French. What do you mean? Vancouver's what are you talking French? about? Quebec oh. is French. It's everywhere. It's Alberni. Blah, blah. Alberni, British Columbia. Whatever. whatever. It it's European. It's European. Uh, that's Alberni. Alberni. Whatever it is, Alberni. it's there. But Imal <laughs> and his wife listen to the show yeah. or watch the show every day. And I thought, how cool is that? Well, the so, note, the, the the note, read the whole note because I think because well, that's go ahead, read it. You got okay, it? Cause, yeah, because the 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 note, um yeah, let me see. It's uh, where is it? I gotta pull it up. Hold on. I can't. It, it basically said that the only podcast that his wife will listen to with him on sports is us. <laughs> so I thought that that's why I jumped off the page. Cause we know a lot of you guys are listening and watching them all over the country and the globe for that matter. But this one was, was spectacular to us because he said, my wife does not like sports podcasts, but she will listen and watch t- every day to you guys with me. And we watched the show together. We thought that was pretty neat. Like that, that's a cool little bonding for Emil and his wife. Emil, Emil, if I'm saying your last your first name wrong, I apologize. Uh you think it's a mall? It's E M I L. Oh, M-I-L? I wrote E M A L. No, it's a mill. E M I L. Okay. Yes. Emil. 
email, email, not whatever, how you say his name, or you apologize. Thank you is what we're trying to say for being here and doing that. Our writing is sloppy. I thought that was an A. <laughs> it's an I. E M I L. I want to go to this place though. Oh my, it's gorgeous. It's Did you see the pictures of this place? Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Go look, go look it up. Port, uh, Port Alberni, British Columbia. It's basically, it's a six hour drive north of Seattle, but that's because you have to go around. You have to take a ferry. It's an island. So you, it's, it's yeah, part Vancouver of Vancouver Island. I didn't even yeah. know Vancouver had an island, but there's an island. Yeah. Up looks there. Amazing. So looks gorgeous. The mountains are there. It looks like the Rocky mountains with water. Like it's crazy. It's a really cool look. And we, so we were fooling around going, Oh my gosh, this place is unbelievable. So, yeah. you know, maybe one day we'll be up there to do a, to a remote from. We're going Alberta. vacation. Can we go on vacation? I guess they shoot, I guess they shoot a lot of movies up there. It's a, it's a big movie lot oh because it has like this like small town quaint feel and they do a lot with hollywood to try to incentivize them to come up to shoot their stuff up there so okay a lot a lot of movies and shows are shot in port alberni for that uh i know you're biased on this because i know your history but how do you feel about new year's eve like like it or don't like it or you like i mean obviously you you get a, a large life moment on new year's eve oh yeah so that's that's yeah that was uh, maybe was a maybe a little little biased on the idea of whether or not you like New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was always fun as a kid because um, we got to just go outside on the porch and bang pots and pans and Band wish pots. everybody happy Band New Year. What? Wait, what? Yeah, we took all the pots and pans out of the kitchen and took them outside, and at midnight we just banged them. That's what everybody did. Yeah, it was a big deal. What in the redneck world were you doing banging pots and pans? You didn't bang pots and pans as a kid on New Year's Eve. You go outside and celebrate the New Year, no? We wouldn't even have thought to do it. What are you talking about? Banging pots and pans? Who pots the hell pans. bangs? Like, what are we? What? What in the what? name of Dukes of Hazard were you guys doing in Pittsburgh? But this is this is what we did as kids. And then when my parents got a little bit older, and they would actually go out occasionally for New Year's Eve. We had a babysitter. Okay, that was always fun. Um, I just remember Soul Train was a big part of us at home and watching New Year's Eve with uh, while you banged pots uh, and pans. Yeah, like the lead up to it, and Dick Clark was rocking New Year's okay, Eve, and all the music and yes, all that other fine. stuff. Yes, yes. And then, and then, you know, we would stay up and play video games. Okay, and fine. Would be tortured and okay. It was a big. I mean, like where, where are the movies and coming in? I need, I need to. Where did this come from? I don't know. This is what this is what our grandmother had us doing. All and the your neighbors did like kids. pull out shotguns. And they were doing it too. That's wow. what people did. That's what we did. We went outside, bang pots and pans, went back inside. But then as I got older, it was always a fun night. Um, you know, and then there were bowl games all day on the first. Right. So that was always fun. I love New Year's Day. New Year's Day is phenomenal. My mother was born on New Year's Day. So oh, I, I'm a birthday. I love well, she was she was the first baby born at the hospital that she was born at like 1205 on New Year's Day. So she was she was on the front page of the local paper. Oh. first baby born was my mom. Uh, but so New Year's Day is always been, New Year's Eve is amateur hour. I, I've never liked it. I like the act. I like the, I like what it represents. I love the ending and the rebirth into a new, whatever new year, right. new moment, new you, whatever it might be. I, I love that idea of recreating yourself or 
when I was a kid, I was, I'm obviously I'm weird, but I was a kid. I would do like end of the year lists, like top 10 lists, like my favorite, this, my favorite, that. And then I would do look as ahead list. Yeah. As a kid, like nine, eight, nine, 10 years Such old. A nerd. <laughs> I always would like rank what I liked, what were the best things that happened? And then I would project to the future. What do I want to do? What are the things I'm looking forward to? What am I trying to accomplish in the next year? And like, I kept them I, one day, maybe somewhere though, I'll find one of the notebooks. Cause it was a, I used to write in it like crazy. I used to rank my favorite albums. I used to, I mean, I did that. I've done that as an adult for a long time. I ran a website that was mattperalt.com for a while where every year I would put out my top 50 albums of the year. Fatherhood, careers oh. and whatnot has have limited my ability. But I would work on it for like two weeks and people like literally would every, they wouldn't read my blog ever until that post. And then they would be like, where's the music post? Like, where's the top 50 music post? Because oh. <laughs> they look forward to finding new music that I would uncover. And I can, I mean, I'm still a music nut now, so I still love finding new music, but it's different now with the internet and everything else and Spotify and whatnot. It's, easy, it's a lot easier to find music, but the, yeah, New Year's Eve and me, I don't know. I, I, I used to go into first night in Boston and that was always a really fun thing because you yeah. buy this pin and you get to walk around and go all these different events. And I, I found that to be really, really fun to do. But I've never been a huge, like, let's get fucked up and go and, you know, the whole kiss at midnight thing. And eh. well, it was always it was always it was a fun get together. Like as as we got into college, it was a night where a lot of times we ended up. I mean, there were a few nights we ended up in a hotel where we couldn't go anywhere. So we all went to a hotel and stayed and then everybody crashed you know we partied or whatever and then everybody crashed and got up at breakfast and went and watched football the whole day and then as i got a little more around people that were in the business you know i mean one one new year's day i spent answering the phones for a guy oh. you know in the basement uh and at his joint yeah. so i learned a bit about that then um i went to curacao and I spent that New Year's down there, and I was the, the fireworks thing for New Year's was a thing down there. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, and, and it went along with like the Mardi Gras or whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, I thought we were under attack. <laughs> I was at my apartment, and it started. And I remember going, "What do we do?" Like, where do we go? What, what's we happening right now? Just enjoy it. it no, the, the building I was in was, it was not, it was made like with paper mache. Okay. I so thought we were dead. going down. I right. thought the whole thing was going down. <laughs> I said, what is happening right now? I had never been around the fireworks celebration like that. So that was new. And then mm. being in another country was very, very different. But then I came you know, back. It's the only, New Year's is the only holiday universally celebrated. In every planet, in every in every part of the world, in every every country, is it? Yeah, it's the only. Pretty it's the only. So, yeah, it's the only holiday celebrated universally. Everybody, everyone acknowledges the end of the year. Well, they did, and that, that was big. But then it all changed when I moved out to Phoenix, and I would come to Vegas for New Year's. So I did the strip. Yeah, I have never done it. I haven't done the strip. Yeah, well, actually, we know we did it four years in a row. 1999, we went out there waiting for the world to end. That was oh, it. I was on the mall in DC when that happened. Yeah, that was, that was, we didn't know what was going to happen, but we, you know, 
We were playing blackjack. I'll never, I'll never forget that. That was such oh. a weird moment for you kids. Y2K. There was a rumor that all of our electronics would stop working on January 1st, 2000. Because yep. the, the, it was the, all the over. Computer, computer programmers Couldn't did double digits. So nine, nine was going to flip to zero. And nobody knew what was going to happen when it right. flipped to zero. Did the computer recognize it as a whole new start over or was it 2000? And it was, everybody was like holding their breath, 10, 9, 8, uh-oh, are we in trouble? And then we were fine. I remember there was nobody holding their breath outside on the strip. That was for sure. We were all like, all right, what do we do now? I think everything's good. Like we went back in and gambled all night and all that. But yeah, back in uh, 2003, I proposed to Jess out on the strip, under the fireworks. Um, and that was the last year that we did it as a couple mm-hmm. because it's too crazy now. Like, you're going back to New York. I've talked. We we got a lot of friends in New York and people that we've done content with and stuff. There's people that have lived their life in New York that have never gone to see the ball drop. I'm never, I would never in a thousand million years ever sit to do You would have gone... To the Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons game for 50 cents yes. because it was a football game. Yes. But you wouldn't go to see the ball drop ever in New York City? Anything I need to wear an adult diaper to go do, I'm not doing. This is what we were told. I'm not doing. Okay. Anything that tells me that you're not going to the bathroom for nine hours. So if you would like to go to the bathroom, you should just go ahead and um, act like you're 85 and just let it go. Just release it right then and there. No, thank you. I have no desire to do anything like that. I'm dreading just the truth. I'm hoping that it's only going to be 85% of the videos I have seen of New York when I get there. Because right now, I don't like crowds. And I'm going to the crowd most crowded place you can go is New York City over the holidays. I know. Yeah. But, you know, we'll and see. You ain't like that. You, you, you By the way, uh, speaking people. of speaking of New York, Tommy Lip says, Dave, get your Buffalo shit on WTF. He's oh. sending you he's sending you notes in, in, in our Instagram chats. He's like, is he really on? right yeah. now? Yeah. Tommy's probably at the gym. He's probably got one of them things underneath getting some sun with his Buffalo stuff on. I wore the Buffalo stuff. <laughs> what do you mean? He, he just wears all Buffalo stuff to the gym always. <laughs> No, 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 no. He's I'm, I hope he's wearing pants right now. Oh no. <laughs> I hope he's wearing pants. But he's probably sitting outside getting some sun with one of those reflector things. Probably just did the hot yoga class. Oh. I wore the I wore the buffalo stuff last week. We talked about it. You know what's fun? People argue Bikram versus hot yoga. I love that argument. That's fun. Yeah, which is, is that, which is that really is that really an argument? Oh yeah, sure. It's like is all yoga hot yoga? Because then Bikram is hot yoga, but they people who take Bikram say Bikram is different than hot yoga. Not the same. I go, is it yoga? Yeah. Is it hot? Yeah. It's hot yoga. <laughs> like it's the same damn thing. <laughs> wow. See, there's people in the chat right now that they're on both sides of the fence about Times Square in New York City for Christmas. Are you? Are you? Would this be the first one to put it in the chat? In or out? Times Square before wait, Times Square for New Year's or Christmas? Which one? There's very diff- big, there's big differences. Times Square at Christmas is fine. Times Square at New Year's is a nightmare. Uh, Rockefeller Center, where I'm going for Christmas, is a nightmare. <laughs> Rockefeller Center on New Year's is just kind of crowded. Right. But New Year's is what they block off. Times Square gets blocked off on New Year's. And you go in at like 2.30 and you're there until midnight. You can't leave. 
once you're in, they don't let you out. <laughs> or if you go out, you like get back in. or you can't get back in. Right. Once, right, once you're right, out, you're right. out. Like you, you yeah. have to sit there if you want to be there for the ball drop. So I, again, New Year's in me, I like the act. The event itself is sort of like whatever. I'm never, you know, it's. All right, put are you in or out for New Year's? Oh, there we go. That's a good one. That's all. That's because that's what the subject of it was. Butchie, I see you. Welcome, sir. I'm glad he's here. He must be having a slow day with all this basketball. He can relax and pretty much hang out. That's good. Good for him. Thursday football games easy. He's down there doing his thing. I did a uh, we did a day trip uh, when I was at Penn State, and we went to New York City for the day. And I took my girlfriend at the time, Holly, hmm. uh, who was from Orange County, California. Oh, well, a little different. We we went skating at, uh, nice. at Rockefeller Center. We That's did, what we're doing. Uh, we did yep. the carriage ride through not Central Park. No desire to do that. Why not? That's very ro- romantic. And the girls. Wait, wait, love wait, my mom and my sister. Wait, wait, my mom's sister brought my, my daughter and my cousin. What am I going to a carriage ride for? Not doing that. They, they like it. They like it. You could do it. You're frozen. Look, he's, he's, he's frozen. He won't. He's stuck right there. <laughs> Come back. back. No, no, you're yes. not back yet. Yes. Now you're back. Okay. okay. Uh, top of the rock. Going to go do that. Okay. We're going to go uh, attempt to get into one of these incredibly wild themed New York City Christmas restaurants. There's one called Rolf's which is a German restaurant, which is like internationally known for their Christmas decor. This is after Christmas. So we think we might get a shot to get in there. I think we're going to do that. Uh, I think we're going to the Amer- the American girl doll uh, factory store. I oh, think that's, boy, I think boy. that's, uh, it's kind of the itinerary. There's something else I think we were, we were going to go ahead and do as well, but I can't remember the exact Macy's. Oh yeah. We're going to go to Macy's. Go see the light oh. show. That's still a thing. Okay. Outside of, outside of Macy's, they've got a, they're a huge light show outside of Macy's, like gigantic, but it's hard to see it because so many people were there to see it. So it's just different because we live in a place where like, we know how to get in and out. Like we know the secret ways and we know how to park and run. I around. love that. Yeah. In New York, you can't, it's, there's really no way. There's no way. There's no just, way. You're, you're in. And then everyone knows. Stuck, and then you're. Yeah. Stuck. You're, right. So like. I'll have a full report coming up when I come back. I'm sure I'll be bitching and whining coming up. When, when oh, we're there's no question about no that. No question about that. Uh, all right. What happened last night? Really bad night to be a ranked college basketball team. My gosh, there were losses all over the place. UConn, Oklahoma, Baylor, and Creighton all went down last night. Of the four, <clears throat> do you have an opinion as to whose loss was the worst? Because I do. Um, well, UConn was like a setup. I was kind of watching that a little bit, and then I had bet UConn in-game plus four and a half. I thought they might come back, and then I realized right quick they weren't coming back. So I jumped ship. We were on North Carolina, so that was good. Um, that was easy. That I thought that game went the way we had thought it would go. Yep. Um, and a lot of people were on Seton Hall. I was just trying to be stubborn yep. and thought that UConn would come back. Okay. Um, Duke just better than Baylor. Yeah, I just that's when I watched a lot of that game, and that was in New York City, home game. Um, I mean, it's it's such a tough place to play when you're playing Duke and MSG. I don't know, man. I saw Creighton in person last week. Uh, I didn't watch any of that game. I was I watched watching the tweets, all of it. (laughs) 
That's the maybe, worst loss. Uh, of the night. That's maybe, the worst loss of the night. There's no question. That's, that's the worst loss of the night. Like, you can't lose at home. You can't lose as you nine point before, favorites. Before we break down the Creighton thing, do you think you should expand your knowledge beyond Creighton? Oh Drake? God, that did guy! You, did, did you did you see that? I thought. Oh, I saw that. I said, yeah. um, "Do me I a mean, favor." I understand. My job. Like it's it's. We appreciate people asking. I don't know if you have to go, you know, so hard at them, but like, guys, we're doing this all the time. Matt literally covered the team for five years. What do like, you mean five? Try twelve. I thought you were five years. The- yeah, pre and post game show. I ran the rival site for seven years afterwards. Oh, so 12 years. Oh, yeah. okay. So 12 yeah. years. Yeah. So appreciate you coming, Rick, you know, uh, at, at, on the, on the socials and, and I covered Drake for two. Yeah. I covered, I covered Creighton for, uh, first for 12. Right. I I've, I've never been as close to a basketball program as I still am with Creighton. You saw when coach Mack, when I coach right. Okay. Like this is, this is a program that I'm very close to the people that I, I was texting while Doug McDermott was up in the suite and his brother was next to him. I was texting with Nick last night while the game was going on. I was having relay messages to Doug. What's the problem? It's, it's people just get annoyed because back when I told you before, like when I told you people get annoyed if I bet just one thing and you said, who cares? And I went, you're right. Bet if it wins, who cares? And you're right. Team total Drake one. Team total Evansville one. Okay, right. I didn't make. I, I went one and two on the Creighton game, but I got the first half. They laid five. They were covering big at half. Got that first half over didn't hit, and then I laid seven, closed nine on the game for the Jays, and they didn't win that. So I went one and two. I mean, what's the problem with the Jays? Because oh well, there's right. a bunch of problems. The first is Steve Ashworth is not a good enough point guard to be a Big East caliber starting point guard. He is not athletic enough. He can't break down anybody with the dribble. He's a great spot-up shooter, but that's more of a two-guard than a guy who can get to the rim because he can't get to the rim. Trey Alexander is a tremendous scorer. He's a great two-guard, and he took over in overtime. Now, he missed a really big layup in overtime, but he had scored all the points for the Jays up to that point. He had eight points in in overtime. But 56-game streak for three-pointers being made by Baylor Shireman, who is a 60-year senior, who wanted that record to keep going. He started jacking threes. And when they were down by two, when they just needed to get a bucket to force double overtime, he jacked a three from nearly half court. And there's a lot of hero ball going on in that, on that team. Mm. And they are really, I mean, both Alabama and Creighton, we'll get to the Bama, the Arizona game in a second, but teams that are beholden to the three, are going to need to find other ways to score when they're not going in. And the Jays, when you slow down tempo, they've lost to Nova, UNLV, and Colorado State. All three did the exact same thing. When you run, like Alabama did, Bama ran with Creighton. Creighton beat them. If right. you run with the Jays, they will beat you. They've got guys in the open court. They've got a seven-footer, a legit seven-footer who can run. He'll beat your guy down the floor and lay it in easy buckets in transition. But if you make him play in the half court, uh-uh, bad, bad, bad. And there are certain teams in the in the Big East who don't play like Villanova, but that's one team that every year they are completely comfortable playing a one-possession game on the road in a hostile environment because they're tougher than you, and they know it. Mm. That's what that was last night. And I knew it. I, I said it going in. I was like, I'm going to bet the under. And I was like, man, 
it's so low. It was 141. And I was like, that's just from a Creighton game perspective, 141 is so low. So I was like, all right, I'll just lay the seven. I'll just take the side. And I thought the Jays, and they were, I mean, they played really well up 14 at home. No team has won a, a, a big East regular season championship, losing their first home game in conference play since the league has expanded. Hmm. So this is a very tough loss for the Creighton Blue Jays because of who they play. They play at Marquette soon in two games next week. Right. <laughs> now Marquette lost two days ago. Marquette lost on the road too. So losing on the road in the big, playing on the road in the big East this year, it's going to be really, really hard. Providence is going to be really good at home. Seton Hall is going to be tough at home. St. John's looked pretty good last night. I was impressed with Rick Pitino's team last night against Xavier. They look good. They had a big win last night. So, you know, uh, the Arizona win, you were right. I mean, Creighton and and Bama both played the same way. They both had first half leads. They both look really good at halftime. And then the second half couldn't buy a three-point bucket to save their life. And Arizona's got guards on guards on guards. Kept coming. They're 900. They're nine to one to win it all. I'm close to buying it. I want to get a, I want to see if I want to wait and get a better price. I'm like, I almost want to wait till they lose a game and then bet them. <laughs> Complete chaos here yesterday after I was done with the show. Just so many moving parts in the house. And all I want to do is watch that basketball game. I want to watch. I just leave me alone. Let me watch the game. So. I don't really get to watch a lot of the first half and watch the last like five minutes. And I'm like, Arizona's winning this game. This is a bargain. So I had to run out and put money in the account because it was finally unlocked and it was that had stuff tied up. So I'm like, I'm running out. I'll be right back. And then I come back and they're watching like the mass singer and everybody's Mm -hmm. like getting in a festival. I'm like, I got to go upstairs and watch the basketball game. And I started betting Arizona minus 130 mm. money line, minus 160 money line, all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for, for Bama to do something to stop as they started to get away. And what they did was take bad shots. And it just got, it, it went from six to eight to 10 and it was that was it it was that. i was actually i was more concerned on the other end for alabama than i was on the offensive end that's how bama plays bama's gonna run and shoot threes and when they miss they're gonna go cold that's how they play offensively it was the defense i thought they started fouling way too much in the second half they got beat off the dribble we got a couple of kids i mean arizona just has so much talent i mean they are for my money right now they're the best team in college basketball they're nine and one ATS now. Very impressive. They're the best team in college basketball. And and I and, and look, they've got everyone will go through injuries and things will happen, but they've got depth, they've got size, they have shooting, and they are really fun. They are really up to the fourth fastest tempo team in college basketball. And they beat wow. you on the floor. Mr. C just came in and said the last 10 minutes of every Bama game. For every game, Bama dies. It makes no sense. They scored three points in seven and a half minutes. Yep. They stopped hitting Jays. So they don't, much like Creighton, they don't really have, Sears is great. I wish Sears played for the Jays because if the the Jays had a point guard like Sears, it would be different. But because Sears can get to the rim, but he's undersized. He's not that big. 
So it's tough for him to go up against the trees and get to the rim. It's, it's so important in college basketball. If you are three point dependent, this new dribble drive kick offense, everyone runs. If you don't have the dribble drive, you can't do the kick. (laughs) And then no one's collapsing on you to give open shooters. You're staying out on the wing. You're staying on the shooter. So now you're taking contested threes. Right. And at some point, don't you just have to throw it into the paint and get to the basket and either get a layup or a a short range jumper or get to the foul line. But for the Jays, like Pringle for Alabama. Why don't they throw it to that big kid in the middle? Right. Yeah. He's a baby. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, by by the way, if the kids get paid, can we talk about them now? Are we, is, is that now? Okay. Oh, is that okay? Because for a long time Mm. I got criticized for years because I would be harsh on Creighton players by telling the truth that Ryan Cockbrenner is a phenomenal athlete, an unbelievable player, but he's soft. Like it's just, he's soft. Dixon ate his lunch again. He keeps on playing against tough kids in the, in the, in the big East and he gets pushed around. So like he wants to shoot threes. He wants to be Wambayama. You know, he wants to be that thing, but like that's because he can't do that. He can't put his butt directly back in someone's stomach, say, give me the ball, body him up, turn and dunk on somebody. He can't do that, but that's what you need. You're right. That's because if you can't drive to the basket, your post player has got to post him up and get to the basket. Just to, just to slow everything down a little and like, and know that when we got to go to that, we can at least get that. Yeah. You Creighton don't have to was, do it every time. I mean, they were like, five you know, for 24 from behind the arc for the game. Can't win basketball game. No. Now, if you're taking 24 threes, okay, you got to hit half. You know, you got to shoot 45%. Right. <laughs> you got to hit 12. I'm getting a text right now from Double D. David D. Oh, He's a tremendous D. guy, lives in Chicago, <laughs> good friend of the show. He watches it every day. He said, Arizona has all the pieces this year to win it all. Have a great show today, and thank you for every day. Nice. Have talent galore and big, strong up front with solid shooters, and Lloyd can coach. Can. He really has a great feel with the game plans and makes adjustments at the half. Do you think that's part of the problem? With the personnel that Creighton has, like, yeah, no, we didn't the, see any adjustments in that second half of UNLV. I kept turning to you, and you know, McCormick took that picture. It was just so good, but like, I was going, "What are they doing?" I was getting right. frustrated, right? Because McDermott is, he is a lot like, uh, how do I? Who, who? Wait, Moonoff's in the chat. I just saw Moonoff. Our friend Moonoff's in the chat. Huh? Hi, Moonoff. Good to see you, sir. Oh, Paul, what's wrong with you too, brother? He relies on his seniors and juniors, upperclassmen, heavily. He's got kids to, on the bench. To, but like, I, he has I know, kids but on like, the bench. I he has, was he has true freshmen during the game. Whether he's done it a long time or whatever, he really lets it play out a lot. Like, yeah. Coach Mack was, he's a cool guy, just seemed like a cool guy on yeah. the sideline. And you could tell he's got a great person. Players, really but is. like, yeah, he, he, he was so not passive, but he was like, let this. Let this play out. Like, look at the senior leadership or whatever. Yeah. One thing, I if we ever have him on, and, and I don't know what Creighton's University's opinion is of, of putting coaches on with gambling shows, but I, I think Coach Mack eventually, maybe during the year or March Madness or something, I can get Coach Mack on the show. But he he always goes right to Ryan, right to Cockbrenner. Like, when, when they do timeouts, he's going directly to him because everything runs through him. He's the most important piece for Creighton's entire season. Uh, 
He, because Mac is a big man specialist. He's a big man. That's what Mac is. So Mac recruits and develops forwards and centers. He's always had good guard play, but not unbelievable guard play. And everyone's gone, well, you know, they thought they had this, you know, unbelievable backcourt last year because of what happened with, you know, they lost a player to Gonzaga. And, but it's NIL. Guys are going to move around like crazy. That's just how it is. That's all Ashworth is there. And Steve Ashworth was a really good player for Utah State, but like you go up, you go from Utah State and you're very good in the Mountain West Conference. You kill on the Mountain West. You go to the Big East to step up into a different world. And I think they got to play some kids. They, they, I think they got to, they got to really start to lean on some other other players. And he only plays seven guys. And I just wonder if they're going to be a conversation about playing other players as the Big East goes. Because I'm, I mean, as a Creighton person, and I, and I, and I support the program. I'm concerned about what this year is going to look like if the blueprint is out. You have three losses. The expectations were so, so high. So super high. I mean, high, higher than last year in a lot of ways because they went to the Elite Eight last year. Right. So they go to the Elite Eight. Now everyone's like, oh, you have a big bullseye. They've been ranked as high as eighth this year. And now they've lost games to UNLV, to Colorado State, and to Villanova. Not ranked. These are not ranked teams they're losing to. And one was lost. And now the first one's at home. This is their first home loss. So... You can say, well, they lost in Kansas City to CSU. That was on Thanksgiving. They lost in Nevada and you and Vegas, you know, against UNLV. It was a quasi home game. It was semi home, but it was really a road, but it wasn't. So, like, you can make excuses for those other two losses. You can't lose the Big East Open to Villanova. Like, that's because now you have to go there and win there. To make up for it, you got to win at Villanova. And that is right. going to be super difficult to do. That's going to be just really, really hard to do. Guys in the chat, um, if you're available and you have your apps handy, go get the best. Uh, see what Arizona is to win it all at your book. Uh, I yeah, just ten to one was the best I saw. Just said ten to one. Um, yeah, you have nine to one. I didn't I've seen. I saw nine it. to one. Ten to one okay. was the best I saw last night when I was shopping around. Fandles at nine right. to one. I think BetMGM's ten to one. I forget where I saw it at ten to one. But are they winning the Pac-12? I mean. I'm not sure who really stops them. I don't Oregon? think so. That's what I mean. When you look at it, who's going to stop them? I mean, I mean, they stay healthy, but they're so deep. I think they can absorb an injury or two and be fine. I was impressed. I was impressed. And they played. They played be- horribly. I mean, Alabama's defense was great in the first half. First half, yeah, tremendous. No, it defense. looked. It was from what I saw. And again, I only saw the last like five minutes of the first half, yeah. but it was competitive. Alabama was winning, and I was just kind of waiting, and I was watching, and I was waiting, and I was like. Geez, are they going to win this game? And then when I was focused and, you know, everybody came home and just said, like, are you coming downstairs? And I said, I'm I'm betting this basketball game, please, right now. Like, she saw me run out. She's like, where are you going? I said, go to put money in the account. I'll be right back. Literally was right back because I'm on the clock every time I leave the house. Um and I, I watched it and I was I was I was thoroughly impressed with Arizona. I was thinking that team's final four material. And guess where the final four is? It's, uh Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. In that city. So, <laughs> they so have a- CBW said it, his offshore place is nine to one. Yep. MGM. Is nine to is ten to one. Purdue's nine to one. That's what I thought, yeah, I think, I think MGM is where I saw it last night at ten sir. to one last night. DK Virginia, Mikey, awesome, ten to one. Yeah, 
So, so I mean, I I'm I know that's a good number, but I, I I'm greedy. So I'd like to wait a little bit and see if they lose a game and see if the numbers change when they lose. Do you get a better price? Bet than- Rivers DK and uh, and Bet Rivers in um, DraftKings both in Pennsylvania are ten to one. So that's a that's a market price. Yeah. So I will I want to wait and see if I get something better after their first loss, but. If they keep on winning, that number is look at the down, schedule. I mean, down, I went, where's the first loss? Might not be till February. <laughs> no, till February? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, who's going to beat them in a Pac-12? Um, they've UCLA? got. They play Florida Atlantic on uh, next on the twenty third on Saturday. They could lose that game. Wow. They play, um, yeah, there's nobody in the Pac-12 is going to give them any resistance. Right? There's not even a, they're not, right now there's not even another, that can't be true. Is there not another ranked team in the Pac-12 right now? now? They're the only ranked team in the Pac-12 is Arizona. Is that true? Oregon, not yet. Oregon's not going to be ranked this year. I'd be surprised. Dana's, Dana's team's not great. Altman's got a, an, an oh, team. UCLA would be the only other one. I think it would even yeah. remotely. There's not another Pac-12 school ranked. How about that? Good news for the Blue Jays. CSU, Colorado State's up to 16th in the country. That's great. That's tremendous. Need them to keep going. That make that loss look better. Yeah, that's Colorado good. Colorado gives them fits in Boulder. Skip DeFabry said, thank you for being here, Skip. Okay. Good to know. Saw Skip. And they're almost ranked. Joke today on the Twitter. That was good. They're 28th if you were ranking it out. So CSU's oh, Colorado lost to Syracuse by 20. Mr. C said, yikes. Who did? Ooh, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's not they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not having a good year right now. Dana's okay. team is down. I mean, it's I, I watched a bunch of their games early. And I was like, ooh. This you is buried not- the lead with what happened last night with college basketball. What was that? Radford. Radford gets a home dog. Radford. Home straight up, straight up win. Buzzer beater. Yeah, a crazy one. Like it could have been traveling. The ball was rolling on the ground. The kid, like right after, like a toddler, Wait picked second. it up time and out. 20 second time out. You were watching it at live? Yeah. Oh, that's of course. Awesome. <laughs> why would I why would I watch this game? I watched the, almost the last 10 minutes of the game. It was awesome. On what? ESPN Plus. Yeah. Oh, it was on ESPN Plus. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's ESPN I was Plus. watching NBA. I watch everything. I watch everything. I got four screens going. It's it's great because I, I love that. I'm right a, now, I'm on the air on sports grid. I can't do all right, that yeah. and stay on the TV because I've got uh, YouTube TV gives you the chance to have multiple multiple games now on at once. So I had a I had a quad box going for college basketball last night. It was awesome. Oh. I was and watching. You could control the quad box. No, they give you options, but you can pick which option you want. So, but like the games generally for college basketball are on ESPN, ESPN two, Fox sports one and and CBS sports network. So like, they're just, they just run. Right. So it's a quad box, but the games just rolled into each other. So you went, you went from one big East game to another big East game into the Creighton game. You went from one, you know, game with Duke into Arizona and Alabama, like, right. So you just just left it up and it was, it was able to be gone. So. (laughs) It was cool. It was fun. It was really, it really, that was a fun, 
that, that was a fun night last night watching college basketball, and then Radford got it outright, which was like, that's sweet. Like I that gave was- you complete props. I'm on with Wetzel. We're talking <laughs> about NBA and all this other stuff. And I got it on my my phone. I'm watching the score. And um I see the West Virginia's up a point. I'm like, well, at least they're gonna cover, you know, because it said less than three seconds left. It was, yeah. But yeah. And so then it flips to final with Radford as the final. And then you sent me the text and I go, <laughs> Scotty, hold on. Breaking news. Radford just beat West Virginia. And he's looking at me like this. And I says, what does that mean? I'm like, <laughs> talked about it on Bostonia versus the book, which is coming up after this show, after Gabe and Cam right. and everything else. But I said, he said it this morning and I was laughing. And, you know, that's a big win for them. Hell yeah, it is. It's a monster. West Virginia is awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. Like, sorry, Bihau, your team is garbage. Yeah, College basketball-wise is just, so I mean, you can't, you lose a coach like Huggins, you lose all the recruits, you lose all the, all, any type of like, you know, you're a big, you're in the Big 12. You're in the toughest conference in college basketball. They're going to get n- absolutely annihilated this year. Like, that is a bad basketball team. Radford goes in there. It, I mean, people were saying it was a travel. The ball got knocked out. It was rolling. The kid had to chase it down, grabs it, and hoists it up, and it goes in the buzzer. It was crazy. It was from like a how school. far away? Uh, fifteen feet or so. Wow! But he had to run the ball down. The ball was rolling. He had to run it down and grab it and then shoot it, and it went in. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you got it!" So it was wow. pretty wild. It was cool. I was like, "This is this is really fun." Yeah, PSU um, Sheppy said thank you. He, he he played it just because he listened to the show, and he played Radford, so he was excited. Flip says if you pay, if you if you get paid your fair game for college kids, everything's going to change. Oh, this they kid, better be ready for it. This is this was the line of demarcation in college sports. You oh, can be boy. critical up to a point. Hold on. Better get but the, but I got it thrown at me all the time. I got th- I got athletic directors who threw it at me. I had people who would sit me down and say, "Matt, you got to understand these kids are going to college to like this is a, they have a lot of pressure on them. It doesn't help that the media is going to they're not getting paid to play here. Like you have to understand that." Okay, mm-hmm. I understood. I was like, "Okay, I would take that all with like into consideration." So now what? Are they fair game now? If you're making two million dollars. Are you fair game? I don't care how old you are. Now, Baylor Shireman for Creighton is 24. He's not a kid. <laughs> he's, he's like a 60-year senior. Like he's been around for a long time. So I, I feel totally comfortable being critical of that kid. But these kids are staying in school, which I love, because they're not NBA or NFL draft worthy. Yeah. But they are big man on campus, and they get big money. So they right. stick around, which I think is awesome because a lot of these kids will never see the NBA and never see playing in the NFL. So let them capitalize now. I'm all in. But does that change the parameters? Are we now able to comment differently on them? Do Can we talk about their behavior? Because one thing that's always been off limits is you never talk about where you saw a college kid. He was out the night before at a bar. You don't talk about that. Off limits. That used to be an unwritten rule, period. Pro sports and everything. Well, in pro sports, that, that's been out the window for a long time. But because camera phones and everything else and TMZ changed the game on that. But do we now get the ability? I mean, I think you can criticize comment? them on the court. No. And on the field, when they make a mistake, you got to be allowed to say it. But when you, you could say that, but, but this is about their, this is 
all encompassing now. Like this is everything. Like if you are, if you are not behaving in a way that people think is okay, mm. if you are running around with the, with the wrong crowd or at the wrong time, you have a game on Saturday at 12 noon and you're out Friday night at 1 a.m. I mean, I knew that I was told that all the time where Creighton players were the night before games. Yeah. All the time. I was the pre and post game show. I couldn't say a damn thing about it. I knew it was completely off limits. If I had said it, I would have been out. Altman would probably have come and choked me out. If I said it on the on the radio, but I have, I mean, I, what is the gain in, in doing it? You're talking about behavior. This is not the behavior that should be going on. There's a, there was a player who lives here in Vegas now who I bump in from time to time at the time. He was the first ever four-star recruit that ended up at Creighton university. His name was P Allen Stinnett. Okay. Uh, he's from Vegas. He lives in Vegas. Now I've bumped into him moving here. It's really awkward and funny, but P Allen got in all sorts of trouble, both known and unknown trouble. And the fan base knew the boosters knew everyone knew they would come and tell me, I wouldn't say a darn word about it, but I knew that there were major problems going on. Now, and I don't know if I, if I want their business on the street, if it's, if they're getting paid a million dollars. No, I mean, there's CEOs that are getting paid $2 million. Correct. And if they do stuff that's unsavory, it, Tends to come out. People tend Does to talk. Yes. It just depends upon who's going to be reporting it. Look at how much stuff happens here in Las Vegas with all the different social media influencers that report rumors and innuendos on Instagram and TikTok like crazy. The rules have all changed. About I mean, like, there's all sorts of things. Yeah, about but like, there's people that can't wait to tell people that somebody didn't tip. Right. Yeah. Somebody. Tom Brady's getting no. ripped for not tipping properly, according to those who are working. He didn't tip his, his driver, I guess, enough. And people were like, Tom Brady's a bad person. He doesn't tip. I mean, the stories are legendary. When you work in these places, that's all anybody talks about. You know, and then now there are social media things that, you know, well, I mean, we Cover know it. these people. They put it out there. Yes. It is what it is. I don't know. I, I don't know if I have the, the, you know, fever excitement to 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 push and say like, this is a bad kid. This kid's got issues. No, well, here. Honestly, that, you, I don't you can't know. label somebody like that. You can call him a bad kid. I'm well, talking about behavior. You could report okay, behavior so. that this person, I was told this person, or I saw a picture of this person at this place where he wasn't supposed to be the game before the game, night before the game. In college sports, that was always a really nasty thing because people would say, wait a minute, where were you on Friday nights as a college kid? Like, weren't you out till like four in the morning? Like, weren't you a college kid once? Yes, absolutely. Friday nights were the best. Either or. Well, really, UMass Thursday nights were the best. Thursday I, nights were professionals. Thursday nights. Thursday night was the best Thursday night. was the best party really night good. for everyone cracked. Friday was always good. class on Friday? What's class? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Was, I mean, one had, of those guys. <laughs> I told you everything I did was, was at the campus center. Friday night was my radio show. That's what it was. So I partied on Thursday. Class was optional on Friday, and my radio show was on Friday night. Gotcha. That was that was Friday. That was Friday. Everybody tried. Everybody, everybody at UMass tried not to have Friday classes. It was Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday. The the Wednesday Friday classes nobody wanted. 
Penn State, it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, okay. And, you know, or a lot of Tuesday, time, Thursday was longer then, right? Tuesday, the Thursday time. was longer classes. Yeah. 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 See, so you, you can pad your schedule that way. <laughs> UNLV and, doesn't do that. UNLV does Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then there's some Fridays. And I know. Start, this is what I found out with my daughter. She don't have nothing on Fridays. So I was like, what are you doing on Fridays? She's like, I don't have class. Nothing. What are you doing? It's She's because like, kids. classes schedule. Because UNLV is a very unique campus. Most of the kids who go to UNLV work full time. So right. they give them the chance to work Fridays and Saturdays on the strip and make a lot of money working in the casinos. So that's the philosophy behind not having many classes on Fridays or Saturdays. It's to let them, you know, most kids are 18, 19, 20. They can work in establishments, maybe like gambling establishments where they work in restaurants and places to go ahead and earn money to work full time. Work full time. Put it in the chat, P. Roll. What was the better night at college? Ooh. Thursday night or Friday night? Although J. Dow Betts just came in and said Wednesday was wing night at the campus bar, 25 cent beers and wings. That's you didn't right. do that until you were a junior senior, though. Right. You gotta have a fake ID or you yeah, gotta Yeah, that was a big that was a big thing. We're not we're just gonna forget about Saturday. There's no Saturday option. Saturday's its own thing. Weekend. Don't get this argument started again. The weekend. Saturday, Sunday. What was the better weeknight? Friday's a weekend. What are you talking about? Friday's a weekend. What was the better night at college? Thursday Friday, Friday. Friday's a weekend. Night. Right. To the NBA first. last night. Uh, Indiana is now 26-1 and one to the over. They scored 144 points last night against yes, Charlotte. they did. I mean, is, is it just automatically bet this for a while? Or is it bet it until the All-Star break? They don't play. Oh, they do play today yeah, against hold Memphis. Hold on. We'll get to that game in a second. Yes. Woo! Coming up. I skipped by that game. I missed that game. The game of the day today is Utah Detroit. That's the game of the day. Um, Charlotte is so caca. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it, the thing with the Indiana totals and stuff, it, I don't know if it's opponent dependent. Usually you got to have a dance partner to get right. these totals and all this other stuff. Right. Pacers just don't care. Like they're just scoring. I don't know. It, I I know the level of frustration with the guys in the room when this stuff got to be got to be through the roof because you're like, all right, we better lower this because they're playing fill in the blank. Right. It goes over. Well, now we got to raise it because they're playing blank. Don't matter. And it goes over. I don't know. Yesterday was uh, kind of a bonus, right? It was 259, right? The 249. It was 249. No, no, no. Yeah, close. 249. Yesterday's number closed lower than that. Oh, so people bet. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I started looking at Washington and Indiana unders going, when do we start Charlotte, betting the under? Indiana closed 246. It opened 249. <sighs> so it went down. I mean, I, I get the move. I do. I mean, at some point you go, okay, Charlotte can't score enough. They scored 113 points. It didn't matter. Indiana scored 144 points. Same thing happened with the Boston Celtics game. Boston scored 144 points without Tatum. Yeah. That game went down. That game they had to have, they played that game, destroyed them. Derek White could be an all-star. Played the game of his life last night. He and he destroyed the Kings. Um <clears throat> I mean, he picked up right where Tatum left off. It was like, okay, Tatum, sit down. Derek, look, go ahead, man. He went 
bonkers. Mm-hmm. Tatum was dunking on him left and right. That game was never close. Boston just jumped all over Sacramento. Guys, if you're watching the show live, go find that poll. I don't know how to find the poll if you miss it <laughs> on, on the live chat, but f- find the poll. And uh, not that poll, p Get your mind out of the gutter. I, 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 re- I retweeted it on my Instagram, the funniest thing in the world. It was it, it said when it said that finding out that the stripper pole rotates and not the stripper rotating around it is like uh, is, is is men finding out that something very important is not real? Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't, didn't know, that know the, what. I didn't know the pole rotated. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was I, I was <laughs> I learned I learned something about that. I was like, wait, really? It's not the person going around the pole. The pole actually moves. I didn't know that. <laughs> that was that was news to me. Have you been on a stripper pole? Is it, how would you have known that? I had hung out with guys that like to go. <laughs> so you, 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 you've you been on a pole? Never been on a pole. <laughs> Never. Got to put it on the bucket. <laughs> put it on the bucket list of things to do now, though. You want to be on the pole? <laughs> Please let, let me be there. I need to be there. <clears throat> if yeah, that happens, gonna, you have to, have to call do me that. and say, I have to watch you be on the pole. You have to come down. Sounds like a good idea. You at the Rhino. Let's go. (laughs) Wow. You want content? We got content. We got hats, chats, and polls. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness gracious. That's outstanding. That's great. Uh, Um, Your Sixers. Embiid now is the MVP favorite. How about this? Front runner. Where's my Sixers hat? Hold on. I got it. hammered the T-Wolves last night. 127-113. Put it away. Yeah. How about that? Coach of the year, Nick Nurse. and. MVP Joel Embiid. Yeah. Um again. This is what do you call it? Lucy with the football? Yes. Where they do good, they do good and then whoop, Yeah. Um did they vote this guy the MVP back to back years? They did for Jokic. Can't win three though. No, Jokic could. Uh, no, the two they will. Back to back they will. Yeah, I mean he keeps playing like this. He stays healthy. This is hard to argue. He really is. I mean, <laughs> did you see that guy on the Twitter before Twitter went down yesterday? Were you aware that Twitter? Went yes, down unbelievable. It was crazy. Couldn't do anything. It was frustrating as heck. Yeah, it's funny because when that happens, like you don't know if it's you. Right. No, I went, I, I go, you, you go to other apps to say, Hey, is it broken for you too? That's what I did. Uh, yeah. Like nobody <laughs> knows what to do. And right. it was an absolute joy for me. I was like, Oh, it's not working. Great. Shh, just didn't pay any attention. It was an update. They were trying to make us, they're trying to do all these different things. Like I, what I saw was they're trying to give you who to follow, like right on your main screen. When you log in, it tells you who to follow like suggestions and it didn't work, so they had to pull it down because it caused oh. a massive problem. They tried oh. to launch something last night, and it didn't work. Oh, well, whatever happened, but it allowed me to focus on the basketball yeah. and do some some in-game betting, and it was good. But it was one of those ones where I thought, I don't want to – like, the Sixers, could, could they win the East now? Like, no. is this – 
Why did you just go so quickly? Like, I no. can't beat my team. Nick Nurse can't beat my team either, so I'm not worried about you guys. Sorry. No? Mm-mm. Much more worried about Milwaukee. Still worried. Still more worried about Milwaukee. T-Wolves are going to house the Lakers tonight. Hold on. We'll both beat the Lakers 124-108. Yes, they did. What's that? The Bulls? Oh, it's the in-season tournament letdown. What is that? The Bulls just beat the Sixers before that. They did. That was the stunning. Bulls are playing right. better. The Bulls have kind of turned their nosedive around for momentarily. Yeah. They've pulled up momentarily. Well, I don't know. What That's are we bad. doing with the Lakers? A bad loss for the Lakers. What are we <laughs> doing with the Lakers? Now they're eight and a half today at Minnesota. Yeah. Hold on. We'll get to that. Uh, this is a quick story that I found to be wild. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Did you see the Alex Caruso guy that put out the can't lose bet in all caps on Embiid points and rebounds under? Oh, my. Whoops. He scored 51, did he? (laughs) He did it with the points alone. He got. (laughs) And this guy, Alex Caruso, I don't know him from Adam. Not the the basketball player. Not the basketball player. Not the basketball player, Alex Caruso. No. Different. Gambler, Alex Teresa. Okay. He's got 200 something thousand followers. Oh. And he talks about the goat and the nuke and the this and the that, uses all the terms that all the kids use now Glad for the gambler. This is, Everybody's this is a wagon. First, I'm hurting about this. This is great. Oh, this, this was, great. this was, this was, I opened up Twitter when it started working again mm-hmm. and I got caught in a rabbit hole. And I was like, I got to close this right now because. A lot of people are coming at him that he's a fraud. He gave away, he, you know, he gives out picks. This is what people do now on the socials. I mean, they give out picks. That's fine. This as man. long as you own you when you lose. I don't want well, He did. He picks. actually, he, he he went and he owned it, but. Yeah, own it. The, the arrogance when it. you win. Has to be matched with the with the same contrition when you lose. Exactly. You so have the same to thing. come with it. Yeah. And you, you can, if you're going to celebrate the wins, you got to celebrate the losses just as hard. You got to push yeah. it. You gotta show everybody. You gotta come out and say, "I lost." Yes, you can say, "I guarantee it." You know, you gotta tar and feather yourself if you're gonna actually, you know, come out. The greatest with play in the history of gambling. That's what you called it. Yes. Oh. Yes. Well, see, that's the stuff I hate. That's the stuff pisses because me off. Because it was it was a hundred and four. Yeah. In a row or some yeah, other it, stuff that's or whatever it, works. it I mean, was. Look, it, 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 it works. I mean, it, it, there's no debating oh, it. The no. loudest guy in the room gets the most attention on this stuff, and it's you know. It's awful. I mean, you, you lead, you're leading people off of the cliff and you have no responsibility for what you're doing. You take no responsibility for any of it. It's not my fault. I mean, I love Trent, but that's what I, that's what I've said to him privately. And I would say it's publicly, I'd say it to his face. I love what you do. Your content's great, but you lead people into really bad spots and you push people right into bad places and you get them tough because you're telling everybody to nuke this and nuke that and thousand dollar parlays and, Plays that are just not smart and get kids who are not used to this into a lot of trouble. And then you just kind of wash your hands of it and say, well, it's your fault. You bet it. Not mine. I'm out. Like that's, that's the way it is now. Guaranteed big banger. Look at this sprinkle everything, whatever the hell it is. And when it loses, it's like, well, what are you talking about? I don't know. It's just silence. It's quiet. Yeah. I, I, it's the whole space is taking note. I, I tweeted this, you know, a vulgaris guy, you know, calling out content providers, 
that are former players that are doing gambling content now. I mean, right. there's four games, same game parlays all the time from from NBA champions and from NHL Stanley Cup champions and all this other stuff. And like people think but they're that paid they know, by the book, right? They're or they're paid by, the, by book. the yeah. So I mean, that's, made by the book, and they're made by the book, and they yeah, just put so, it out there mm-hmm. because they got the big following, or they're on the payroll, or they're on their shows talking about it. You guys got to know the difference. I mean, you got to know the difference. And it's, content you know, can just be fodder, right? It doesn't have to be bettable or tra- tra- you know, you don't have to trail the guy. Well, this just, is this you, is why we're never getting off late night because we'll say that. But that's, it's you don't, it have, is you don't have you know it's just that it's just in the space. It's just it used to be. The pick segments, like they used to, like they still do it, right? The pick segment, everyone on NBC picks the same. It's like, oh shit, they're going to be wrong. And they have been wrong recently when everybody picked the same side and the team right. loses outright, right? The difference is that they're doing that, but then they're putting odds behind it and, and recommending bets behind it. So now we're not just doing right. what you think who's going to win. Now we're putting point spread next to it. But for, for the executives, the people who are who have been doing this for a long period of time, there's no difference to them. They think, oh, it's just a pick segment. It's no big deal. The difference is, is there's actual people betting this off of what you're putting on your screen. Right. And then there's no recap recap or recount to what they're doing. You know, you have that contest between the guys on CBS all the time, you know, picking or the uh, game day guys do the underdog of the week type thing. You know, the, right. they, they, keep, they keep track and there's a competition to it, all of it. And like it, it that stuff's all great. I'm all for all that stuff. But, you know, I had somebody yesterday come at me and say, do you ever feel responsible for putting out plays when you lose that somebody might be getting in, into trouble. And I say every day, absolutely. Right. This is why I talk about bankroll management and being conservative yes. and knowing when to stop and knowing when to walk away. And when it's no longer fun, betting within your means, recognizing it's entertainment and it's a stupid line, but it's true. When the fun stops, stop, like walk away. You don't need to do this. If you have to have money on a game in order for it to be enjoyable, that's a problem. Think about that with yourself. It may not be a problem today, but it's a problem. Like it could lead to a problem. Yeah, you're you're a lot of people they can't control it, but that's a thing where you know I've seen it. It's 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 the only way some people can watch sports. You saw it too in a time when you had to walk to a counter to be face to face. Yes. Think about the level of addiction you have to be to face somebody to keep on. And you go, buddy, yes. you've, you've lost five days in a row. You might want, you know, you ever think of my own stop? Like you, oh. like I've taken your bets now for five straight days. I've watched you lose like countless number of hundreds of dollars. Like maybe it's time to stop. Now it's done on an app in the quiet. It's done right. secretly. Way too easy. No one knows. There's no embarrassment. You lose 10 days in a row. Hey, you lost 10 days in a row. The book doesn't care. Book says, keep on coming. Hey, you stopped for a week. What's the book going to do? The book's going to send you an, an invitation to come back. Say, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. How about a free bet? Come on back. And these are all conversations we have to have as a gambling public as to what behavior is okay. What behavior is not right. And it's the wild, wild West. We don't have parameters. We don't have rules. States are trying to set it up. States are trying to figure out how to do this. But we're still arguing the legality of certain types of gambling, whether right. it's gambling or not. We haven't even had that conversation yet to be settled. It's a big they're deal. Trying to settle it now, like there's a lot of stuff going on in different states. Yeah, I mean, different AGs are getting involved, right? Right, what's going on? And then the Florida. other thing I think is under uh, is is underplayed, and a lot of it is that 
the problem gambling stuff is done because it has to be done, but it's not done with any real oomph behind it. Whereas for a lot of people that are in our world in the gambling space, they talk about being limited. And, you know, a lot of times the book's defense is this guy wins, just cut his limits. And there's no repercussions to that. Sometimes all you got to do is beat the closing number for a week straight. You get put in these buckets. Right. It's all so convoluted, yet it's so in our face with the with the ads and now the shows, the podcasts. I'm going to go on the show after the show today. I'm going on with Jason McIntyre and doing his podcast. I don't even – I mean, I did it once before. I was impressed that they even got a hold of me, but, like, I don't have no idea what we're going to talk about. We're going to do the show. He's going to look at the NFL Week 15 yeah. and – we're going to go, okay, and then just go on. And everybody just kind of moves along. I think that's one of the strengths of this show is like we're living it. And we're involved with people who have, one, been in bad places. We've seen the good rides. We've had people, you know, have good runs. We've had people have bad runs. We've had people unable to come and watch the show because they had to take a break from the whole thing. Truth. And, and that's part of this i you made the analogy a couple of months ago and it really is true being in the gambling content space has to understand that we're juggling knives and you have mm. to understand that some people grab the wrong end and when that happens they got to stop it's it's a dangerous thing and we recognize it i want to be i never want to be seen as someone who doesn't recognize that what this is what we are doing because we're we're talking about things that are supposed to be fun, but it's kind of like if we were doing a show on whiskey and talking about whiskey and talking about whiskey and some people can't stop drinking whiskey. Like we have to recognize that there are some people who are going to have a problem and are going to struggle because this is an addictive thing. There's absolutely no debating that. You get yourself in a lot of trouble with betting and it's hard. Gambling is difficult and hard. And we always want to make people understand that like, (laughs) especially from my picks, you are not getting rich. (laughs) Okay. You are not getting rich. But I mean, the reality is you're probably not getting rich from most people's picks. Sure. Okay. You know, you have to like, you have to know with a grain of salt, like how to manage the money. Yeah. You don't win every day. You go on streaks. Some people are really good at one or two things and not really great at a lot of others. So be careful with that. It's a constant search for information. And the people that are really good at this are really good at it this year. They may not be really good at it next year. Hell, they may be not good at it in two weeks. Look at my NBA from last year to this year. Is it a big difference? (laughs) Oh. I was up 27 units last year in the NBA. On the season. On the season. I think I'm down like, I think I'm down nine, something like that this year been rough sledding for a lot of people in the NBA. So like, like, you know, year to year. Absolutely. Like, you know, absolutely. All right. This is kind of a fun story, but not really. Coastal Carolina's head football coach in the university is in hot water. They're in hot water because they're playing their bowl game in Hawaii. Today. Is it today? No. Oh, no, 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 no. This is coastal. No, 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 no. The, the bulk of the Bulls. That yeah, I that's today. That's in Florida. This is in Hawaii. South Florida. Yeah, this yeah, is Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. This, I okay. think this game is this weekend. The coach took this picture. The coach took this picture with the mascot, and that's the head coach, Tim Beck. And that's the dance team. Is that the Chanticleer? Chanticleer. Yep. They're all in matching teal bikinis. If those of you who are listening to the podcast, the uh, Coastal 
Carolina mascot is wearing like Bermuda shorts and looks like he's on vacation in Hawaii. Head coach has his shirt off. This picture was said to have been completely spontaneous. This was not planned. Looks planned. Looks planned. It's an outstanding picture. I mean, for those of you listening, it's five girls on the left, then the Chanticleer guy, the coach, in a nice swimsuit, and then five girls on the right, all in bikinis. Would you say teal? I don't know what color it's that is. Teal. Yeah. teal. Teal. Okay. Yep. Teal bikini. Chanticleer teal swimsuits. There you go. Okay. And this has caused a major problem for on who? campus, for the coach, for the football program, mm. for the university. They have since deleted this picture <clears throat> off their Instagram, off of all their socials, and they have issued an apology for the picture, saying that it was only, it was done spontaneous. It was all spontaneous. They were on the beach, just there. Coach showed up. It doesn't look spontaneous. <laughs> It looks like it was planned, but if it was planned, do you have a problem with that picture? I don't. I have I no mean, problem with that picture. It's Saturday night. The game is the Hawaii Bowl Saturday night in Honolulu at 730 Pacific. 430 Eastern, 430 over there. Right. No what, what's what's the problem? They shouldn't have taken it or should they should have taken it. It's an, it's an appropriate um you know, it's there's people talking about the racial component of it. I I just fell back when I saw all the different people talking about it and all the different people on social media having problems with it. I just went, does people do you guys know that they hire attractive women to be recruiting coordinators on these campuses and their whole job is to get an 18 year old kid to commit to their school? Like we don't it's like everyone is so in love with sports Yet they don't actually want to know the real truth as to like what goes on in sports. <laughs> like it's it's remarkable to me because this picture is so much less than what I think goes on by hiring attractive women to be recruiting coordinators to entice 18 year old men to go to their school. I'm not sure what. Yeah, I I, I mean. The picture is nothing to me. The picture is the football the coach the with a dance team on the beach. You're at the Hawaii Bowl. I have the same picture. Now it's me and my two buddies, but I have the same picture. Literally, same spot, same shot, three people. It's in my garage. I have it. From when I was in college, we spent my senior year, Thanksgiving, or no, sorry, senior year, Christmas break in Hawaii for UMass basketball. Next year was Thanksgiving. Is that, in that is spot that, twice. Is that, uh, that's on Waikiki. It looks like yes. Diamond Head in the background. Diamond Head in the back. Is that what that is? It's Waikiki Beach in Honolulu, Hawaii. It's a very typical, very yeah, traditional I got shop. a picture of me, brother Doug, and, and uh, Mama Kinsig. Uh, my senior year, my Every graduation month. gift was, yeah, was, was that shot. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what, I mean, that, that attracted too many eyeballs. Like, I don't understand what the problem Kids, is. Kids, a guy shouldn't, a coach shouldn't be posing with the dance team in bikinis. That's what's one. You know, it looks creepy. Old guy, shirt off. Guy's in great shape. Well, yeah, he's a football coach. He should be in great. I mean, coaches need to be in great. Hopefully, they're most coaches. Although some coaches aren't, though. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have, I looked at it. I was like, this is not a controversy. Like, please tell me this is not a controversy. And when I started, I started reading it. And I was like, wow, people are really mad. This is a controversy. People huh? are really mad. Wow. The, the Tim Beck had the audacity to take a picture like that with the mascot with his team because, I mean, I don't know. We just, we can't show 
what a coach with his shirt off old guy with the dance team. Like, what are we insinuating? I don't know. But if you don't think they use sex in college football, I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> wow. they, they use it all the time to sell the program, to push the program. But I don't know if coastal's president got involved or somebody got a phone call from someone else and says, what is your football team doing in Hawaii? Yeah. What are we doing? I don't Relax. know. It's a couple of days before the game. Everybody what, chill out. What are we doing? Just yeah. what are we, what are I, we doing? I don't know. Uh, Thursday night football is tonight. Rams saints. Yep. Line Is it still four? Or is it down to three and a half? Circa was the only one at three and a half earlier. Everything's four. Even Circa. Yeah. Okay. So they're back up. All right. This is a really interesting game. Both teams need this game. Yes. Both teams are in a playoff conversation. The Saints could win the division. So the Saints have a little bit of a different spin to this. The Rams cannot. The Rams have to win a wild card, which they currently occupy. Right. What do you make of this? I'm wearing Ram stuff because I'm, I'm on the Rams. You like the Rams? I'm wearing the Rams stuff because I don't have Saints. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And every book in the world is going to need the Saints. They are. Every book in the world. I don't know. I feel like it's we're waiting. It's 1241 Pacific right now, 341 Eastern. And they haven't showed the, the Saints that they haven't right. showed where they're taking it. I saw earlier this morning. One joint went to three and a half. It lasted for six minutes. Circa was the only right one I saw. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Circa was at so. three and a half last night. They, they've been seeing some two way going back and forth. Okay. But I, I think they're the only ones I've seen that's gone to three and a half. Everybody else, it's been solidly four. Once, I mean, FanDuel was at four and a half last night. Yeah. This, I don't think they're at four and a half now, but they were at four and a half last night. Yeah. Do you like the, the new Rams logo or the old Rams logo more? I like Do you this. like that one? That's not even an option. Well, I like this one because this is the one we beat the shit out of. Yeah, that one didn't last. Long, right? <laughs> this is, that, that's we I, the Patriots smoked that logo. That's why I like this logo. <laughs> I still like this one. I like the old school. I got the old school Rams. This is uh, this is the no. Kurt Warner era Ram logo. Yeah, that was weak. I don't like that one. <laughs> so the Saints give up 126 yards on the ground per game. That's bottom third in the league. Kyron Williams has run for 158, 143, 88, 114, and 152 on the ground over the last five games. His rushing prop is set at 89 and a half tonight. Over to? I would agree. Right. That's, that's. People were sending me notes. And this is kind of, this is where we are now. Everybody wants to be an amateur defensive coordinator Oh, and, and they were talking about the different run blitz schemes that different teams have run and that the saints are running a gap scheme. And thus the Rams haven't, they haven't given up many, many rushing yards against teams that run zone with their gap stop, which is what the Rams run. And I just said, I don't know how many of these defenses ran a gap scheme, but He's run for 158, 143, 88, 114, and 152. And the Saints are bad against the run. This game is going to be determined on the ground whether the Rams run the ball or not. Because the Saints' pass defense is good. Got to be able to play action to get them open. Would you say the Rams are playing their best football of the season right now? 24-10 Rams tonight. Yes. Win, cover, under. Yes. Saints offense is a disaster on the road. 
the games they have won recently, they've been playing a lot of home games. The last right. two games over and cover and one at home. Go on right. the road. This is a whole different world. This is a short week. You got three quarterbacks. Chris Olave is going to play tonight for the Saints, so that's big. That's oh, it should be Olave. It should be an A. It should be an I. Olive. <laughs> auto uh, that auto corrected. Chris <laughs> Olive. Olive. <laughs> Olave that gonna... said Olave in the chat in the in the rundown. It did. Pretty sure. Interesting. Yeah. Um, um, so auto, yeah, auto corrected it when I was in. Entering. Oh no, it says Olive. Oh, okay. It auto, so, but that's. I mean, you have him out there for the for, for the Rams. Sorry for the Saints against the Rams defense. The Rams defense right. isn't very good. Okay, I'm not. I'm, people are like, wait a minute, the Rams secondary. So is bad. why under? Because I don't think the Saints can move the ball even with a bad defense. It's still Aaron Donald. It's still the pass rush. JC from KC, by the way, said he has pictures of him at his wedding at the same place that that beautiful uh, that, that picture was taken. pretty wedding so, spot. That's yeah, nice. That was probably pretty good. Um, I guess we need a poll. We 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 need a poll. Rams minus four. <laughs> Not that poll. Giggle like a little kid. Just <laughs> every time you say every we need a poll. Put up a poll. Get on the poll. Put up a poll. Get Where? on who's, the poll. Who's on the poll? Saints plus four, Rams minus four. I think we're going to get overwhelming favorite. Everyone's on the Rams, on Rams. tonight. Everyone, yeah. but I think it's. I think you have to be. Yeah. I I, I don't think you have. I mean, I I went well, through Friday it last night. night overtook Thursday in in the poll. Oh, uh, for party night, very close. Though, 52 48. Okay. Yeah. Thursday was a big party night. Thursday. Thursday big I, I, I just, I look at the, the Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua and, and Cooper cup combination. Uh -huh. And I think this is what's Williams is opening up everything for this Rams offense. And I think the Rams are the type of team <laughs> that we've spent a lot of time thinking about them from September and October and not enough about November, December, because this is a different football team as to what they are right now to where they were earlier in the year. The Rams? Yes. 100%. So that's... They're 100% playing their best football right now. And people are going, well, the Saints, their defense, look at what they've done. And I, I just, I go, uh-uh. I mean, I got a better quarterback. Who's What team's the better quarterback? Matthew Stafford by a, a ways. What team is the better receivers? Rams by a ways. What team is a better running back? It's arguable right now to, you know, what's going on with Williams. So I know you have Alvin Kamara. I get all that, but the Saints have to win this game 13 10. If if the Rams get 20, it's over. I don't know. 24 20 is a viable option, though. Maybe. I I, I mean, that's under two. That's the opening yeah. number. It opened at 44. Are either one of these teams going to be a threat in the playoffs? Rams could be. Sure. I heard Foxy this morning briefly jump in in the whole middle of the show and go, you know what's going to happen here, right? The Rams are going to play the Lions, and they're going to come back with Stafford. He's going to go back wow. to Detroit as a low seed. He's going to go there, and he's building it up, and he, you know he's going to throw four touchdowns, and they're going to talk <laughs> about all this stuff, and then he's going to throw a pick to lose the game and Elias are going to get over it. Like he, he led them all down this path of despair. Right. And how Detroit was going to get their Blow it. crushed yep. by Stafford and all and this then, other things. And whoops. then he, 
He came right over the top and said, not this year, not the Lions this year. But that's, I mean, for the, if the NFL could draw it up, that's a dream. LA the Rams play Lions in the first round. Yeah, it's a dream. It's a huge game. It's a monster, right. monster game. That's and I think that I mean uh, that the Lions would be like, oh great, now we got this guy coming back to to get us. It'd be a great storyline. There's going to be some great storylines come playoff time. I don't think either one of these teams is a legitimate threat to win the uh, to win oh. the World Series, to no. win the Super Bowl. No, no. But they but they could be a thorn in someone's. They could win a game in the playoffs. Yeah. They could they could win a game. They could they could get out of the wild card round. Chris Brady just came in a chat since Saints are free as air. This is great. All these I I love all the kids say. He said just kidding. By the way, don't get upset. Oh. It's, it's just I'm not upset. I mean no, no but that's what the Saints. kids say. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Rams are free money. Thank you, Stevie. Oh, Mack. the Rams are free money. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, it feels that way only because I think I'm getting a short favorite playing better football with a better quarterback in a game that both teams need, but I'm fading Derek Carr. I mean, See, they I, played, they played the, the, so free. I don't know. They played the, they played well the last two weeks and I, and I liked the saints the last two weeks, but it was against the Panthers at home and the giants at home, right? This is the Rams on the road. It's a whole different environment. This is when it's they go back nice, to being, bushy, you know, static place. I, I, I don't know. This is I when you go, this, can keep this a game. You're buying in again. This they're is, not getting blown out. I don't think they're. I don't think they're getting blown out. You have a blind spot for this team because this is what you did. All I don't like this team. In the first, I don't like them at all. You were on them for weeks, and I was telling you again. Going, I know, I was, and I kept doing it. I kept. Yeah, doing I was it, like, the Saints aren't that good. Last week, I said I'm the line through the game. I'm putting the line through the game today, but we're doing the content. I'm a book guy. Look at that face. He's frozen with the hand like this. Da, 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 da. I told you to do that twice. I said both uh, times. You froze. I, I didn't hear a word you just said. Oh, Nobody. I said both times. I said the last two weeks to take the Rams. You're yes. like, I'm done with the Rams. Like, no, they're going to the win Saints, cover. The Saints. The sorry, Saints. Saints. Sorry. They, they, they ran and they, and they went and covered the last two weeks at home. I know. I know. And now you're back on them, which means you should be off them. Probably right. <laughs> but as the book guy, I'm like, this would be one of those ones. A game will fall three. Books. It, it's very possible. I'm not going to argue the point that could fall three. I don't. I just don't think the Saints are going to be able to score. I just. I. I just. I have a tough time. Sunday. Browns are at the Titans. They're laying two and a half. Total is forty. Tennessee is out of the playoffs. Browns are very alive. Yeah, Why I is it two and a half? Into the baddest show. I said Cleveland's going to win. Who is? I said Cleveland's going to win. Yeah. What, what's this number? I don't understand this number at all. We got to be cautious on the road. You can't just give away three early in the week. We'll see if they huh. push this to three. I, I was surprised it was the other way. Titans favored before the uh, the Texans were favored. You Titans, it's Texans. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Texans. Texans. That's why I was going to say it's like, vacation wait, week. It's holiday sorry. week. It's okay. Sorry. sorry. I didn't even notice it. I apologize. Thank you, Thank you. Texans. Yeah. Thank you. It's Texans. That- that makes way more sense. I thought it was the Titans. It's Texans. No, 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 no. It's that Texans, but no okay. Stroud. No yeah, Stroud. it makes it makes way makes way more sense. That makes way more sense to me. That changes everything. I wasn't gonna bet the Browns. Like bet the Browns. Browns playing the Texans, not the Titans. Okay. Yeah. Um. No CJ Stroud. I don't know. Case Keenan played pretty well last week. 
played well enough to win, but it's he led them on that drive to win the game. I mean, the way they lose this game is if Flacco gives it to him, which you he know? could, which he very well could, because he, he throws could. them. He threw that that dart in the seam and got that touchdown, <laughs> and then he just threw True. it to the other team at one point. He might, he might. But get you're like, cocky. what? Did he not know that guy was wearing that color shirt? Like, what was he doing? So you get good and a bad. I just think again, oh, it's, it was, Cleveland's that's going why. to win okay. the game on the defense. On the board, Seattle, Tennessee is right below the correct. And so I looked. I was going back and forth. And I just I looked and I looked to the same spot. And I saw Tennessee. That's where I wrote the Titans. I was like, how did I get that wrong? That's how I got that wrong. That's how I did that. So that's my fault. Sorry about that. Yeah. Lions are laying three. So if they don't it's go to two and a half of the Browns, Lions are laying three. I know. Not the same fear. Just same type of, I mean, just as big of a game as Texans Browns is Lions Vikings. I Lions are playing for a lot. I, I Vikings are playing for their life. The Lions. I want the Lions to do so good. The people of Detroit. But they're getting we in. Talked Lions are, I mean, Lions are in the playoffs. Yeah, they got the it. Can't lose this game. They play them twice the next three weeks. I know. This one puts away the division. Boom, kaput, finish. Oh, it's a hat and t-shirt game. Uh puts them up. Does it clinch? Is, is it a hat? And t- go. This is this is, is a, hat it a hat and t-shirt, t-shirt game? game. It is. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah. then I love the Lions. Then this is love. A this is a hat and t-shirt game. Love sure. you said. Yeah, if, if it's a hat and t-shirt game, if oh. they can win the division, if they can clinch the division here and they don't have to worry about the next two weeks. Put it in a chat. I'm pretty sure this is a clincher. This blocks it up. Let me see. Lock it up. Uh, oh, Pickett, by the way, officially out. Rudolph was just officially named the starter for you guys. I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. JC from KC said Flacco only wins in Cleveland. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay, so for the Lions, who currently are 10 and 4, is this a hat and t-shirt game for them? Because they've got... What are yeah, the it has to be. Vikings it record? has to be. No, it is. It has to be because they would be they would be 11, they have 11 wins. Vikings can't get there. Right. So that's it. That's yeah, it. this is a clincher. Yep, huge. Yep, Lions. Love it. Now I love it. Yeah, that's great. Lions can clinch it and have two weeks to get ready for the playoffs. That's enormous. It is. There's a yeah, AOWN confirmed it. Um, that's great. That's tremendous. D Stout just came in the chat and said Mullins is going to rip apart the Lions secondary. Jefferson, two touchdowns. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe. D Stout. I'll give you, the, you, you believe Lions, that? Lions secondary is bad. I'll give them that. But the Lions will score on the Vikings. Dallas against Miami. Number now is one and a half for the Dolphins. Tyreek going to be effective? It's going down, by the way. It's one. Oh, okay. Some disagreements on Jeez, that. Jeez, it's Pickham in Vegas. Woo! Circa. Second and game. Superbook are both Pickhams. Second game. On the road for Dallas yeah. after getting whipped last week. This feels like Lucy with the football by taking the Cowboys. But is, if Tyreek is a sharp side, Tyreek doesn't play. 
He must not be playing. Must so be if, leaning toward. If Hill playing. is out, then it's Cowboys. <coughs> I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. 100. percent It's all Cowboys if if Hill's out. That's the move. So that's must what that out. move is. Okay. So Thursday. we'll see. It. We'll see what that is. But yeah, yeah. I think if their Miami is gonna have trouble moving the ball, I would. I'll give you that. Uh, so the Ravens yesterday brought up the line on Monday Christmas night. They uh-huh. do not like being the dog. Jackson said, I don't want them to pick us when they were asked about the point spread being right. five and a half. I like being the underdog. I believe we play better when we're doubted and when people aren't choosing us to win the game. I feel like oh. we play better all the time. So just oh. do it all the way to February. That's uh-huh. all that I ask. That one, Mr. Lamar Jackson talking about his team and the dog number being put up by the books five and a half. For San Francisco on Monday night game of the weekend. I mean, the numbers, this is going to be the most watched game of the year in the NFL. Christmas night. <sighs> NFL Super Bowl preview taking over everything. Super Bowl preview. This is the, this is the official logo. This is the official hat. It's purple. Remember everybody's saying that the Ravens are going because of that color. That's what I've heard. I don't think they win the game. Do not. They can cover the spread. I'm. I can't wait to see. Like, so I'm going back. I'll be in Boston with this. So I'll be in Massachusetts. It's the third time I've been back since legalization happened, I believe. But it's the first time since the markets have settled a little bit. Uh And and I want to see what 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 book offers I can pull for this game. Huh. What so deposit? As soon as you open your Twitter feed, you'll be like, "Oh, I know." But like, I, I, with I, I, I wasn't though. Last time, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I wasn't in Mass. I think well, Mass went is- after the initial period. Yes. Yeah. The initial period is. I mean, like I was in Ohio when I was, when right. I was with Brother Doug, and I was like, I can't even open Twitter without getting an offer for this or an offer for that. I want to be left alone. <laughs> so um, we'll see what the. How's this game play out to the total? I think this is an easy over. I think you're going to trade scores. Yes, yes, yes. You know, there's yeah. going to be a turnover here. My only worry is a blow is a Niners blowout. Niners mm. kill them. Like if the Niners do to the Ravens what they did to the Cowboys, there's a chance it goes under. Like 30 to 10. Wait, say that if the Niners do, oh, what the Bills did against Cowboys? No, Niners killed the Cowboys at home. Yeah. And they do the same thing. To the rate to the Ravens, they're not. I don't think that's going to happen. You think that's going to happen? Would it hang almost a fifty burger on them? No, I'm saying they hang thirty on them and only give up ten. Oh, they win by twenty. Guys, put your put your final score for this game right now in the chat. Ooh, put your final score for Christmas night. It's already um, seven. Skip said it's already seven in his book. Oh, his my. book's not playing nice. That's not fair. We're running way above the market. That can't be even right. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Point and a half above the market. They're telling you to go away. <laughs> Stop betting the Niners. Interesting. Wow. Uh, let's grab two more games, and then we can let go of, of yep. Sports Grid and Sirius XM. Philly's laying 12 against the Giants. I know. Can Tommy Cutlets cover this? It's 13 and a half now, Pete Wow. It was 12, three hours ago. 
Yeah, not now. Wow. Bye-bye. Philly crushes them. No buying Tommy Cutlets, huh? No, I guess the Cutlets don't come over to bridge to Philly. They don't come down the, the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like far. It's not like across the bridge. No. It's kind of done over. It's, it ain't it's, that far. What do you mean? It's two and a half hours. It's two and a half hours from the Meadowlands to Philly. Yeah, I think you would make it faster than that. I remember that trip being a lot. Maybe I don't know. I think it's on the, on the, on the Turnpike. In New Jersey? I don't know. I That's... did it. It's 120 miles, no? Yeah, but it's not like 120 miles as the Brezza as the crow flies. Like <laughs> you got you gotta like it's it's not easy to get Straight to. South, no? It's two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. We did it in a little less than two. Get down there, but yeah, to, to get to get down there. That's funny. Yeah, there's all sorts of traffic, there's all sorts of construction. At New it's, Jersey Turnpike, you better drive fast. Oh. You would like that. Oh, of course I like that. Yeah. But you don't, it's uh it's 96 miles. Ah, there you between, go. Between the two. But you can't pump your own gas. This is true. That's my only issue with the New Jersey Turnpike, is it's kind of annoying. Uh Vegas. At KC, this number, it's come down. It opened up at 11 and a half. It's down to 10. If the Chiefs were right, Mahomes destroys the Raiders. Like he. Yeah, but they've they've had games where they've struggled in Kansas City against the Raiders when the Raiders weren't that great. Derek Carr beat them. Right. When they only lost, I think, three games all season. I think they went 13 and three. And one of the games is they lost to the Raiders. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. The Raiders I, can't score enough points. This seems here. like this is this is like I I think this is a get right spot for the Raiders. I mean for, for the Chiefs. This game's on CBS on Christmas morning, but it's also on Nickelodeon or something. Yes, it's the Nickelodeon game. Correct. It's the uh, what are they calling it? It's not. It's not the the slime, slime game. No, it is a slime game, but it's not the slime bowl. It's oh. but, but it's a game that they're testing out all the different weird new get kids to watch oh i just i don't know i just I, I i want the raiders to do well in this game i just something tells me this is where the chiefs you know can say we're fine they go win 31 7 you know they go annihilate under? annihilate them only under if the only if the raiders don't score i don't know how, i mean the points the raiders going on the road christmas weekend to Excuse me, to Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, how many points are they putting up? Right. I mean, it's Aiden O'Connell. Like he, him at home, Aiden O'Connell has done very well. This is outdoors, cold Arrowhead. Three game money line chalk parlay: Chiefs, Eagles, Niners. It's even money. Just win, win, win. I mean, obviously, Damn. the only one that gets you is right is uh, Niners, right? I would love it for the Raiders to beat the Chiefs on Christmas Day. Or oh Sunday, boy, or Sunday. I would love that. And we're off the whole week next week. On so Monday, we don't have anything to talk about that would be so awesome. If we wake up, if I wake up on Christmas morning, we we wake up on Monday. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the air the whole this whole game. I'm gonna watch this whole game in the air. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. 
I, no, my, will Maddie sleep or will she watch movies? Hell no. She won't. She doesn't. She, she sleeps on overnight flights. She doesn't sleep on flights too. Oh, okay. And she, and she had to, we, I, I, are you an aisle guy or are you a window guy? Window minus 8,000. Wow. See, I'm an aisle guy. I don't like windows. So oh, I, give me I like window. the window if I'm going to sleep. I don't like it because I that's hate. Why I, that's why I get it. Yeah. But I hate getting caught on the inside when there's a stranger on the fall on, on the aisle and there's a stranger there. I hate being there. It just freaks me out. I get claustrophobic. Why? I get claustrophobic. It's a six hour flight. Like I just, I, I like to get up and walk around. So if I'm on the end, I can get up, go to the bathroom. I can get up and walk around. Like I, I, I like being on the aisle for that reason. So, but on one of the flights there, Put that was, in the chat before we get out of here. <laughs> we got to say goodbye to sports grid. Yes. And then we'll do I don't like, bonus. I don't like Madeline Knight. We've had to, I have to sit on the middle on one of the flights. She's required me to do that. So you get the middle and she gets the aisle aisle. Yeah. That's wow. That's one of, one of the things wow. I have to pick. she's making me pick which one she's like, I'm not sitting in the middle seat both ways. you got to pick which way you want to go. I was like, uh, I will sit in the middle on the way there. It's faster. <laughs> it's a faster flight with the jet stream sports grid. Thank you. Big show tomorrow. Oh, Sirius oh, XM roll call Friday. The final one show, of 2023. Hope to see all you guys here right watching, here. listening and everything else. If you guys Thank are with you. us live though, don't move. You guys, as always are getting us for bonus time. Okay. Yeah, aisle or window. Make that a poll right now. I think we're going to get that. That's going to be pretty divided. Because there's we got a lot of tall guys on watch the show. They obviously have to have the, the aisle. We got some sleepers, though. I have my big sleeper on the plane. Give me that window. Night, night. Hat down like this. Goodbye. Yeah, but can't you sleep on an aisle that way, too? Uh, no, I like the little lean. I like the, the lean on the window. There's nothing to lean on on, on the on the aisle except the middle of the aisle and then you get bumped all the time and that's left. that's the that's the only thing i can't stand yeah i mean you know you got to sit with the shoulders in so you don't get bumped i i don't like getting bumped on especially if i'm reading or watching 75 percent on the rams by the way 75 percent yeah it's gonna be what, the, what the books are going to be the book's going to be 75%. that's about right yeah, yeah. it's going to be a massive need yeah, I, window big vote. Middle seat's window. the worst. I mean, the, the there's no debate. Middle's the, the worst of all of these, but it's when you ever I, really sit on a window and have to go like this the whole time, like with your arms. A window because someone uh, someone's in the middle, middle. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I've sat with two very very large people on either side of me, being very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Very, very, very awkward and very, very nasty. Was not was not a very yeah. not a very big fan at all of, of, no. of any of that stuff. No. Um, Boston Globe today is reporting that Bill Belichick wants to stay. Does not want to leave. What is going on back there? Uh this feels like a PR place place to me. Oh. This feels like Bill play in politics. Oh, oh, oh. Personally, I I, I don't. I don't personally think this is um, – I think this is one of those situations where I think Belichick wants to control the narrative. Oh. I think he's – I think the, the word was out for two weeks, Tommy Curran, that Bel- Belichick was being pushed out. He's going to be fired. So then Bel- Belichick is coming back and saying, wait a minute. I don't want to go. I, I want to be here. 
If you want me out, you, if you want me out, you got to fire me. I'm not, you, you're not trading me. I want to be able to cause see Belichick is controlled by Robert Kraft. He's on a contract with the Patriots. So in order for him to be free, Kraft has to fire him. So if he's, t- so he, to me, he's saying in the, he's saying publicly to Robert Kraft, I'm not letting you trade me anywhere. Oh, you're going to fire me. If you want me out, I want to be able to go and interview with whoever I want. Sure. LA, maybe LA looks great. Maybe the charges look great. Maybe that's completely set up for me, but I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to Washington or I'd rather go to Charlotte and be with the Panthers, uh-huh. Carolina, or I want to leverage the job opportunities off each other to get the biggest contract I can get. And I want to shatter every record and get the biggest contract in the history of sports for coaches. I'm 71 years old. I got one contract left. So I think this is a PR plant. I think, I think this is just to kind of like prepare everybody that Bill's not going to play ball here. He's not. If you're going to remove him, you're going to remove him. These things never end well. No, but I mean, that's what happened with Brady. Brady put a poison pill in his contract that stated the Patriots. I'm signing a two year deal. And if I sign this, you can't franchise tag me. Right. Patriots said, okay, yeah, sure. And then that was the sign that I'm leaving. (laughs) Right. The second I've got my ability to leave, I'm leaving. This is Belichick. I think saying, if you want me out, you're going to fire me and I get to go wherever I want. Right. Not, Not where you guys want me to go. Huh? So he ain't staying. I don't think he's staying. No, I do not. I don't think Robert Kraft wants him to stay. I think Robert Kraft wants a, a fresh start, but the Patriots want compensation. They're going to want a second round pick or a third round pick. You're getting Belichick. You're going to, you're going to pay for him. And Team Bill will always say, wins. Yeah. But, or Bill Team does this, wins. but Bill is saying, you can't Bill is saying, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I want to be here. Like if you want to fire me, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Thank you. I, I like, I like my job. Sports Avenger just came in the chat and said, imagine Belichick to the Steelers. <laughs> That's not oh crazy. my gosh. That's not, but he wants that. I'm saying he wants that right. He wants to be able to go talk to the Giants and say, hey, Ryan, <clears throat> I'd come back. Let me coach here. Let me end my career where I started. I want to come back. He wants that right to be able to go and shop around. He can't do that under contract with the Patriots. So wow. this to me, this is a plant story trying to tell the Patriots, if you want an, you want me out, fine. You're firing me. I want to be here. I'm telling the world. I want to be here. I don't know. I can't wait to see how it ends. It's going to pressure end, on uh, Robert Kraft. It's all about leverage and pressure. Uh, the Pistons have, have lost 22 straight games. They yes. have a shot tonight. It is a pick. Who already came on them. They bet them. Minus two and a half. How about that? They're favored. You lose this 22 is- straight games and you're favored. Yeah. Content, baby. We'll see. They better win tonight. Well, no. they got the bet back already. It's one and a half. Wow. Phenomenal work by the books. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. God. Setting everybody up. I have no idea why. <clears throat> I haven't coughed for an entire day. And like all night was was fine. Right. Just now comes that all yeah. of a sudden it just right throat. You've been talking for an hour and a half, hour forty five straight. Is that why? Yes, I hope so. I hope I don't you have mean, a hernia cough. Oh, 
What's a hernia cough? Uh, I, don't cough know. I thought a cough causes the hernia. <clears throat> I don't know. Weird. I hope okay. that's not it. Yeah. Pacers Grizzlies, 247. Another over. Probably. Right. One under? Nope. I'm done trying that. No. Nope, pretzel. No. I don't want it. That's nope. you. I want no part of that. But again, this is Jaw back. So maybe the Grizzlies play faster because Jaw's Jaw's playing. So Jaw Morant's available for the, the Grizzlies. So maybe that's one way it gets there. But Pacers scored 144 points last night. They might need, you know, 125 tonight, 130 tonight. Yeah. To get there. Grizzlies win. Ooh. Grizzlies win this game. I mean, yeah. Jaw. Go two and zero with Jaw. Yeah, this this. If they win the game, does it go under? Not necessarily. I don't think one's. Okay. I don't think one's correlated with the other. Okay. I think. I think this is a game. You know, we see. We see Jaw. Not an indicator of what he's going to be, but this is this is the step up. Like we, we gave you the ball, you won the game. Now let's go home, and win a game. It's a big, it's a big spot, I think. Yeah, right? standing ovation coming for Joppy. High emotion in the first quarter. Yeah. Maybe Grizzlies first quarter bet might be worthwhile. Yeah. Uh Bucks are 19 and 8 to the over. We haven't talked a lot about this because it's all about the Pacers and the in the Washington uh and in the Wizards, but 237 and a half against the Magic tonight. How about team total Bucks over? Get behind mm. that. I don't know. I have no. I have no real strong opinion about that. I, this is one of the games I completely over overlooked. Until I saw it on the run. I know. I, like, I just did better. I, I was like, yeah. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Like, I lean towards the over, but it's the magic, and sometimes they don't play ball with it. So I was like, mm. Bucks team total over is probably what I would prefer. And then finally, Wolves on a back to back, six and a half against eight the Lakers. Half now. Eight, eight and a half. Yeah, it's that's that's the LeBron not playing. Lakers are on a back to back too. Yeah, I don't wow. want nothing to do with the Lakers here. Wow, it's it's, it's that's they're gonna they get off the loss. They only I mean it was only their sixth loss of the season. Now they're home against the Lakers. Catch the Lakers off a loss to the Bulls. Yeah, good luck if you got the Lakers. No, no shot for me. Better to book it. Okay, time for better to book it tonight. Rams minus four. I say book it just because every book in the world is going to need those Saints, and I think the game could fall three or, or it wouldn't surprise me completely to see the Saints win the game. It would not. But I think the Rams win a close one. I think the Rams win a close one. It may fall on a number. 24-20 is like in my head. 24-10, 24-13. 24 is the team. I thought about being team total over for the Rams. Number is 24. Right. 23 and a half over is heavily juiced. 24 and a half under is juiced. The Saints so. team total is 20? Is that what it is? I didn't look at the Saints team total because I don't. I, it could be or anything. 21. It's probably 20 21. And probably 20 and a half. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't, it is. They aren't getting there. I don't think they get to 20. No? No, I don't. I don't like the offense at all. Unless it's turnovers, unless it's mistakes by the Rams to set them up. 
just, mm. I just, I don't like this Saints offense on the road at all. They just struggle. I mean, they're three and four straight up on the road, but you know the way they've played this year. You like the game other, no matter who wins. Yeah, I do. I mean, look, they lost on the road. They beat the Patriots thirty-four nothing. Throw that game out. They beat the Panthers twenty seventeen. Throw that game out. They lost to the Packers eighteen seventeen. They scored seventeen points against the Packers. Right. They lost twenty to thirteen to the Texans. Scored thirteen points at the Texans. Lost 27-19 to the Vikings, 19 points. They lost 24-15 to the Falcons, scored 15 points. They don't score on the road. Right. Like you can take the Patriots and the Panthers and you can have those games. The two but worst teams in football. Anybody of any quality, they don't score. Right. So not scoring to throw pick. Like that. Kyron Williams over 89 and a half yards rushing. Everyone, that- everyone is on this. Yeah. Everyone's on this. Yeah. Scares that this is why I don't like it. But I thought it was going to go up. It was up to 91 and came back down. Yeah, that were numbers, right? 90s, you know, 90s the number. Um, 91. Bijan Robinson got 91 against them. Game script. They run successfully early and keep running, or he breaks like a bigger run to get. To get this oh, over. I think it's like a, like a Bills type game plan. Oh, this is a battering ram over and over. This is and run, over run, and over run, and over. run, run, okay. run, 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 okay. run. This is why I like the under because just I just think this run. Don't give the ball up. Ball control, play yeah. action. Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup slants, slants, slants. Rams offense. Oh, play action to throw. They're gonna run the ball to set the, the old school football run to pass versus pass to run. Right. Uh, over one and a half goals, Nashville and Philly. We get a little bit of a price here. Break is five and a half is the total. Oh, so we get one, minus one sixteen on this price. Just go over last time. It's gone over. Yes, last time it did. Nashville is one of the top teams to a first period under over in hockey. Philly's an under though, right? They are mm-hmm. not. They're middle of the pack. They're not like basement. Okay. They're not like Boston or Vegas, but right. They are yes, bottom half of the league. Uh man, this is hard. First thought is under because I like sure. the game under five and a half under. Yeah, uh, and then Vancouver is eleven four oh. and two to the over, and Dallas is eleven and four at home to the over. Yeah, over. over. Otto said he found six somewhere. I'm very jealous. Oh wow, on this game. He found yeah. six minus one twenty-five. I was like, uh, "Oh my gosh, like, that's a beautiful thing." I wish I could find that. Uh, six and a half under minus twenty. Everywhere. Demko is playing. That's why it's, okay. people. That's why people are betting it because Demko. But he on the road is a different goalie than at home. Wait, you have over? Yeah. Oh. 11, four and two Vancouver to the over on the road. Dallas eleven and four to the over at home. Wedgewood against Demko. People are betting it under. I just disagree. Yeah, I think I think over. Yeah, I like go. I like over the game. Yeah. Uh, Super chat questions to be. There's two big day tomorrow for the super chat boys and Uh, girls. If you want to fire away, Austin Uh, McCack or Mac. No, I say your last name. I apologize. Um, said been to PA twice. It's a fifty spot too. Wow. Uh, Hello, thank you, Austin. First time to the furry convention was in town. The second time, Bettos. (laughs) 
This guy goes to the furry conventions. Oh my God. Don't lie, Dave. They legit serve the pizza cold, not melted cold cheese. Flip side, Umi Sushi and Diano's are top notch. Ooh. In Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah. Side, Umi Sushi and Diano's. 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 Diano's, yeah. Yes. Awesome. Good. Thank you, Austin. That's That's great. Thank you very much. We're done in five minutes. Calm down. Five minutes. Okay. Yes, we're still on. You can barging in here. My gosh. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kramer. Um, you don't know the reference. <laughs> okay. What? You don't know the reference. Go away. Kramer. What was it? Don't worry about it. Uh, and then finally, Big Business said, what do we think about the Grand Salami? 75, 77 and a half. I like the over tonight. I saw also something that Wedgwood's dealing with cramping on every other one. Uh, I'm on every, one, every other one in that. Oh, uh, all right. Let's. That's good. This. If you deal with cramping, then they have to go to the emergency backup goaltender. That's better for the over. Under, over, over, two overs, three overs, two unders, three, three and three, over, four, over, five, over, six, under. Uh, probably over. Oh, I'm leaning over to the Grand Salami. Yep. Just likes. going through the games. I think there'll be more overs than unders tonight. Just need a couple games to go over by two or three goals. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what? Um. Well, I mean, we started at the beginning of the show with the shout outs. Yeah. Uh, again, Blue Spader and Emil and his wife listening to the show and all this other stuff. But my favorite thing about today, two days before the the the, the holiday officially starts, I guess Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, the holiday weekend, is my wife. I don't know how she does it. I have no idea what's going on in this house most times. But despite all of that, she's been at work all day today, and I'm getting texts, and we're we're we got picks we got to put in later. I forgot that even was Thursday today. So if you're doing the game and you're using the Rams or the Saints, send the picks in with the Brigade Proxy Service. You've got two hours to get them in. Um, but, yeah, my favorite thing about today is literally my wife because, you know, we talked about it briefly yesterday, how hard it is when you ain't got the wife or the significant other husband to do a lot of this stuff. i got to get my shit together. It's four days before Christmas. That's all I'm saying. She's on my ass which is good for those of you wondering. I didn't get no change. I didn't get no change from yesterday. I didn't expect it. I didn't get no change. But my favorite thing about today, my wife, Jessica. Uh, my favorite thing about today is that the world is a funny place and that they, the world works in weird and crazy, mysterious ways. Uh, the first boss I ever had the person responsible for creating this thing as me, as a spoken word talent has been named the head of WHO radio in Des Moines, Iowa, where I used to work. Peter Thiel is a guy who <laughs> he's a wacko guy, but he is a funny, funny character, but he took me out into the back behind WMP in Huntsville, Alabama, a converted converted mansion that they turned it into a radio studio. 
where five stations came out of, where I was for 9-11, where I was, where I was trained as a talk talent and given this career, went to the, is now the head of both KXNO and WHO, which are the two stations that I worked for in Des Moines. He now oh runs my. them. <laughs> so it's just very funny. So for my friends at W at KXNO, like Ken Miller and folks who are still there working for KXNO, their boss, their new boss is my first ever boss. Is this the guy that made you take apart all the stuff and put it back together? No, that was that was my that was my first ever program director, Dan Miller. Okay. Who taught me about how to do remotes and how to fix problems on site. Okay. That was in Charlottesville. That was my first ever job in radio. Okay. At W that was W I N A in Virginia. This is W U M P the up. This is the talk job that I applied for in Huntsville when I was living in Virginia mm, mm, mm. and I moved to Alabama for five years. And this is the guy, this is, he took me out back and he was, I was like, it's like, you're from Boston. You're probably thinking, what am I doing coming to Alabama? I was like, yeah. And he was like, come here. I'm going to give you not a job. I'm not going to give you a job. I'm going to give you a career. Oh, I was like, huh? He's like, I'm going to turn you into something. He's like, watch what we do. He's like, you're raw. You need coaching, but uh-huh. you can be very, very good in this. We're going to do this together for five years. Peter Thiel and I went through all sorts of crazy roundabout discussions. There was a time in talk radio where there were actually things called talk radio consultants where uh-huh. you actually would sit down with somebody and you actually would go over your show and you would go over what you said on your show and they would tell you what to do and what not to do. Oh boy. I've never heard of anyone else. Sabo media. I don't know if they're still in business, but Sabo media in New York city, Walter Sabo started this company for talk consultants. And a guy used to come down basically three times a year for Sabo media. And he would write my entire three hour show out, transcribe it by hand. Well, I think he did it. He had, he had somebody in New York do it, typing it out. Wow. So okay. he'd, send, he'd send the show. He would say, send me the best show you've done over the last two weeks. And you take uh-huh. the show and you send it to him via tape. I would send it up there. The transcript, his person doing it would transcribe it. He would then come back with the actual script. And he'd put it down in front of me and he would say, let's go over every word you said. And now here's a, here's a pen, write or cross out any word that you think is not helping or pushing the show forward. And that's how I learned how to generate topics, how I learned how to program a show. Wow. Doesn't happen anymore, unfortunately. Simply doesn't happen anymore. But Does it need to happen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. You need, to, but everybody's an expert. So no one's going to listen to an expert. You know, Every, everybody on this side of the microphone thinks they know everything. They, they, they need no coaching. They need no help. Nobody can tell them what to do. Sounds like a sports gambling space. And that's what makes them so perfect. <laughs> that's why it was, for me, it was why it was easy. That's why the, the switchover was very simple. It, it was not hard at all to go into full-time sports gambling content from talking. Right. Because the same, you're absolutely right. It's the same type of thing that you have to have. So happy for Peter Thiel. Happy for my my first ever talk boss. Uh, have fun in Des Moines. And he's working for my one of my former bosses. Joel, Joel McCray is still there at KXNO. So I'm sure I, I'm positive. 
I'm going to get phone calls from people who work at KXNO and be like, all right, what's Peter like? <laughs> Tell me what my new boss oh. is like. I am positive those conversations will be had at some point in the next couple of weeks. You Huge show. The people. Big show tomorrow, right? Huge show. Like- Huge show. It's the last show we're doing before the break. The last show of 2023. It's not the 500th show. It's close. It's close. Um, roll calls, everything coming. We're going to dab the map. Mm. The number right now is 41 and a half. That's the um, number going into tomorrow. Yeah, there's the map. 41 and a half. There's, there's State numbers four flat. Or, I mean the country number. The country four? number. Right. Country number's four. I'm gonna say over. It's the last state, show of the year. Last show of the year. State number yeah. is 41 and a half. And by numbers. the way, for all you guys who listen to the show and watch the show back and leaving notes, leaving messages, we are seeing all those messages. Got a bunch of really cool ones yesterday. I think there were 10 comments on the show yesterday about people saying where they found the show. One guy said, I've been here since day one. Rewatching the show every day. I don't watch it live. Oh, the I comments go, are on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Lots of people Where talking. They about, found the show. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you guys. Do that yeah, again if you yeah. haven't done that already. That's yeah, awesome. It's very cool. So appreciate all of you. Huge show tomorrow. We'll talk to you for a roll call Friday, twenty twenty three closeout show next tomorrow here for BVB.